Oops. Let's do it again. What's up, y'all? Number one conservative podcast in Nevada. Who else is here? No one. The hell is everybody? Let me just text him real quick. Jesse asked me for a link to the show. Don't know if he'll... Uh... Oh, did I not go live on Facebook? <clears throat> Gotta be kidding me. Uh, every time. All right, so we're just on... We're just on the YouTube part. I'm going to play the theme again. How about that? Watch me. Boom. Now everybody will get a notification that we're live. Let's do this right. Here we go. All right, for real this time. Enough of that. Sweet. All right, we're live on Facebook. For realsies this time. All right, so while I'm waiting for everybody else to get here, I put on sunglasses because I rubbed my eye right before the show. Red. Got something in my eye, and then I rubbed the dickens out of it. Look at that thing. Look like, come on, man. Look like Joe Biden. So I got some feedback uh, on some of our episodes and I uh, wanted to read those. We'll see while we're waiting for everybody to come in. Um, so letters to PAA, maybe we'll uh, get Steven to make a thing so we can intro this. You know what? I never did open the uh, soundboard. Might be a good time to do that now. Very amateur on purpose. Right, Stephen? I think he's taking a nap. Whatever. Do this one hour a week. Go ahead and get your sleep there, buddy. All right. So uh, I'm going to read some of these that we got. JP, just Stephen just sent me these. JP, why do you have Jesse call in if you weren't going to talk to him? You made him take time away from his family to do PAA and you practically ignored him. Love the show. More Rob, please. Signed, uh, Dave. Um, P 
PAA. You should call yourselves the hardest trying conservative podcast in Nevada. Fucking try hard. Oh, and then he includes the definition of try hard here. A person, usually a little talent, who tries hard to succeed, especially through imitation, usually to gain fame or popularity. Uh, derogatory. A person who is perceived as putting too much effort into something recreational, such as a game. Okay. Signed Joey D. I think I know that guy. Uh, PAA, don't quit your day job. Blowing dudes at the Greyhound bus station. A satisfied customer. That's not cool. It's not fair. I'm an electrician, and they usually don't go anywhere near the Greyhound bus station. PAA, consistency is the key to success, so keep uploading your trash every week, and one day you'll be King Turd on Shit Mountain. Signed, Sturgill. Okay, that's nice. Nice of you. PAA, love the podcast whenever Rob is on. A different Dave. <laughs> All right. Uh, PAA, I wait with bated breath every week for a new episode. I have a bet going with some of my friends on when you're going to realize you suck and quit. Signed, a Dave for life. All right. Uh, PAA, your own retired mother won't even carve out an hour a week to listen to the show, to watch your show. What does that tell you? Signed, Dave. I think that's my stepdad. Uh, let's see. Well, I just got the notification that we're live on Facebook. That's wild. JP, you should switch seats with SS. Steven, he's taking a nap. And let him do the show with Carl and Rob. Signed, Dave Silbercross. I would ask him if he knows a Dave Silbercross, but it looks like he's sleeping. Uh, PAA, Carl saves your ass every week. He is the barrier that keeps you from veering off into talking about the barnacles on your rectum. Keep it real, Carl. Signed, Dave's of a feather. I don't know what that means. Okay. Carl's not even here. So, <laughs> how about that? Maybe we will talk about the barnacles on my ass. Jerk. Um, I got a gift from Sleepy Steven over here. We're going to play that. <clears throat> Apparently, he got me a... Cameo. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Cameo, but they're, it's a website that um, celebrities go to, and then you can go to them for a little cute video. Happy birthday, something like that. So let's see what, let's do share screen. Love it. Oh, oh, oh God. Uh, it's just a dream. Oh, I dreamt I was on some sort of horrible podcast with some weird, ridiculous name that I couldn't even remember. Anonymous, Anana, whatever. I not, I don't give a fuck. Oh, I dreamt that their producer Steven was just some sort of weird rhino that he actually supported red flag gun laws. Oh, thank God. Or was it? Okay, first of all, Stephen, I think you used my account. Wake up. I think you used my account to do that. It says Chris Dyer. And, uh, okay. Did you tell him what to say? 
so how did he know that you're <laughs> how did he know that you're a red flag supporting rhino that's bizarre you just told him your name do you think for a 20 dollars cameo that he actually went and did some research on you and us is that possible see does, does he have that much time on his hands i mean that dude's a buffalo cop and a like a drill instructor for the National Guard and does YouTube videos. He's rehabbing a house. Like there's a lot going on there. So to think that he had time to look that up would be, that would be weird. All right, let's see. Diving into the notes. I had some things open. Oh, I've been noticing this every time I, when I'm at work, there's a, uh, there's a, a billboard over on Las Vegas Boulevard. Like just as you're crossing where the 215 goes under <clears throat> right by the golf course. That's it. Right by the golf course, right by the sunset corner there. And uh, it's a billboard for psychic. So, you know, I was like, do people really go to psychics? And I guess they do, right? In Las Vegas. I didn't even have to answer the, ask the question very long. It didn't take me very long to just go, um, of course they do. <laughs> like, yeah, I barely got the question out of my mouth. Of course they do. They they uh, they absolutely do. They, they, they come to Las Vegas. People come to Las Vegas and they go right to the psychic on the strip. Her, uh, it's directly across from Mandalay Bay, the, not the sign, but the actual building. So you've got like a mile or mile and a half before you get to her, to their, uh, their place. And they've got one of these, what do you, what do you call this website? I can't remember what this stuff is called. Um, like super early website stuff, design stuff can't remember what it's called Watchfire, something like that but yeah you can go to this psychic i wonder if that's trademarked that logo right there on the strip people do that people do it they come into town and they go right there i hope it works for them pretty cool but you know it interested me i was going to look at some of the uh some of the Yelp reviews, and then I started kind of reading ahead and reading them, and uh, they're long as shit. <laughs> I don't, that's the, just the ramblings of a, I mean, unless you're going there as a goof, like basically like running for office now, if you're going to the to the fortune teller because, you know, you're going to Las Vegas and it's a goof, then that's fine. But if, if you had this kind of experience that warrants all this shit, you got something deeper going on. Not worth reading. What's this short one say? Valentina is smart and kind. Yeah. She has a brick and mortar psychic shop on Las Vegas Boulevard. I mean, in the world of psychics, that's maybe, right? What? Is there one at like in Hong Kong somewhere that's like more dope than this? Who knows? Valentina, I've never been to Hong Kong. You're never going. Ooh, let me click on this. 
Valentina is smart and kind. She is a great reader. I look forward to seeing her wisdom come to fruition. She has put me in a great direction for my future. I will definitely return. Highly recommend. And a bunch of pictures. Went with some friends this summer during a friend's getaway trip, and we have not stopped talking about our reading since. We all went together and had fascinating conversations with Valentina, and many things that she had, that she said to each of us have already come true. It was one of the highlights, if not the highlight, of our Vegas trip. This lady is awesome. Well, there you go. The highlight of their Vegas trip. <clears throat> That's crazy. Unbelievable session. I've never been to a psychic before in my life, so decided to give it a shot at psychic sessions. I was really iffy in learning about what the future holds for me and the special someone in my life. Thinking positive, she will be back. I truly believe good things are in store. She told me to think positive. It was a comfortable atmosphere. I'm going back to do a full life reading and possibly a love spell. Valentina, you are a true expert in love life. Jeez. So she's full service. I did go to a psychic once when I was in the Navy, right after I got out of boot camp. We were uh, on leave. So we were all in uniform, in stupid white uniforms. And uh, <coughs> pardon me, I got coffee here. I'll just drink it. Screw you. Uh, this um, one of us, probably me, said, hey, let's go do the psychic. It's probably like 20 bucks for a palm reading. And I remember one of the dudes was pissed because he uh, she said that she saw a lot of water in his future. And he was like, come on, man. Come on, man. I'm in a Navy uniform. Of course, she sees water in my future. But uh, all the rest of us were like, she didn't say that for me. I didn't go to sea for another two years, yeah, two and a half years, something like that, because uh, I went to the ceremonial guard and then i went to intelligence specialist training and then i went to the enterprise which wasn't at sea so i actually really really go to sea until the very end of my time in when i moved over to the george washington by request my request to get me the hell off this piece of shit enterprise i'm tearing it apart we were actually fixing it back then it was bad Taking all the paint off the walls. Fuck you, I'm telling you sea stories. How about that? We're taking all the paint off the walls, the bulkheads, as we called them. And uh, somebody had, uh, we, we were moving paint, and then on the wall, the letters FTN were scraped into the wall. And uh, when the uh, petty officer first class came to check it out, he was pissed. And we were trying to figure out who did it. And then we saw there was paint. In the letters, it was old. It's from the '60s or '70s. We got off the hook. A little uh, forensic shipbuilding, I guess. We were like, "Hey, we couldn't have done this. There's dry paint inside these letters. Somebody had taken a, I don't know, like a disc sander or something, and cut the letters FTN, which stands for Fuck the Navy. That gets you in big trouble. I mean, you mark up the USS Enterprise with the letters FTN. I'm not gonna light on you." Unbelievable session. I've never been to a psychic before in my life, so decided to give it a shot at psychic sessions. I was really iffy in learning about what the future holds for me and the special. Oh, I read that one. I've been going to Valentina for four years now. Her gift is amazing. I first came to her when I was very young and lost. 
I just moved to Vegas and didn't know what to do with myself. Not only do her predictions come true, but she has truly helped stir me in the right path and grow as an individual. I highly recommend her to anyone in need of guidance on all levels. Okay. Nah. Especially not anymore. Time for psychics. It's just not funny anymore. All right. Am I still sharing? Yeah. I want to play this. I didn't watch it yet, but apparently Kevin Spacey put out a Christmas message, 1-800-Xmas. So let's, uh, let's take a ride with Kevin Spacey. That's right. What would Christmas Eve be without a message from me? That's right. What would Christmas Eve be without a message from me? He said that. Look, this past year, I've, I've listen. A lot of people have reached out to me this past year and have shared their own struggles, and my ability to be there for them has really only been possible because of my own difficulties. And while it's been a privilege to offer support, I have to say, frankly, it's also been beyond my abilities and it's bigger than me because heartbreakingly, so many have talked about things having gotten so bad for them that they've contemplated taking in their own lives. Oh my, uh, and that's enough for me to want to take an entirely different approach this year. This dude, uh, to acknowledge their pain and say to anyone out there who's struggling or contemplating that idea, please, please do not take that step. Okay. If you're standing in a place that you can no longer remain standing, if you're suffering, if you need help, if you feel guilt or shame, if you're struggling with your identity, if your back's up against the wall, or if you feel that there is no path for you, whatever your situation, I promise you there is a path. And that at this time, during this holiday and beyond, even if you don't feel it, there are people out there who understand and who can help because you are not alone. And so I just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, a great 2021. And say to all those out there who might be suffering, it gets better. Wow. It does get better. Happy holidays, everyone. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> um, no, we're good. I didn't watch that yet. That was weird. Um, doesn't that dude kill people or people around him kill themselves? Like people that have been involved. I just remember reading something about some really weird things that happened around Kevin Spacey. That is really weird for him to put out a message like that. I had a high school buddy that um, I think it's been two years now, maybe one year, that uh, took that option on Christmas. That's uh, it's unfortunate. It's very selfish. And uh, I mean, I agree with Kevin's message, but that's weird. Even a broken clock's right twice a day, I guess, is the phrase that would apply there. Because, uh, yeah, Kevin Spacey kills people. 
All right. Check this out. Get some political stuff going here. Judge denies Stavros Anthony's petition for new election in Clark County Commission District C. Court records show. So, no, 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 no. I wanted to see that picture. Well, whatever. Stavros Anthony will not get a new election in the race for Clark County Commission District C. A judge denied his petition according to court records. The records read in part, the court having reviewed the petition for writ of man mandamus and the related briefing and being fully informed denies the petition. Anthony lost a close race to Ross Miller with the winner decided by just 15 votes after a recount. Anthony requested the $80,000 recount after 10 votes separated him from Miller during the initial election. During the recount, it was first indicated Miller defeated Anthony by 30 votes. The I-team later obtained court documents that revealed the defeat was marked by only 15 votes. The county investigated why they found the discrepancy. The recount vote totals are as follows. Ross, Ross Miller, 76,592. Stavros Anthony, Anthony 76,577. If Anthony had won, he would have been the only Republican on the commission and the first in more than a decade. Oh, well, shit. I don't even like Stavros Anthony. I'll tell you right now. He was anti-weed dude. He's uh, kind of seemed like an anti-Ron Paul dude. I know people I, that I like like him, so that's cool, but um, whatever. Ross Miller, Stavros Anthony is probably six of one, half dozen of the other. Yeah, cool. So that sucks. Maybe we get a real Republican and maybe some real Republicans to back him up. Instead of all these uh, ones that are banging Chinese spies or compromised in some way, some sort of crazy person. What else do I have in my notes? I had a bunch of stuff. Here we go. Oh, I was going to make predictions for next year. Since uh, the next time you see us will be next year. I'll stop sharing the screen here. There we go. So I had a, a bunch that I wrote down. Gonna make my predictions because of the uh, the fortune teller lady. I'm gonna hang on one sec. I'm getting ahead. Well. There we go. So uh, let me see if I have anything else. Yeah, I wanted to talk with those guys about the relief bill stuff. That's fine. Yeah, the weird stuff in the stimulus bill. That's been beat to death, right? Who, who cares? Oh, I wanted to talk to Rob, too. I got We got kicked off of Spotify. I can't. Uh, I'm going to have to go back and we got to either edit old episodes on Podbean or remove ones that have copyrighted music. I think that's what's keeping us off Spotify. We're on every other platform. BitChute, Rumble, uh, Podbean I mentioned, uh, Apple iTunes, obviously, Apple Podcasts, um, and YouTube, Facebook, I'm missing one, Odyssey, and Parler. There we go. I got them all. Twitter. <laughs> 
So yeah, my predictions. Let's go right to those. I'm gonna. I'm predicting there's gonna be another Ruby Ridge Waco type situation, like some sort of um, standoff. Some because I don't know, read a lot of stuff. I'm. I'm. You know. I, I I expect people to go extreme, and then for the government to go after them extremely hard. So bringing back the hits, I guess. Uh. Let's see, another 9-11? I, I don't know. That's not hard. You know, you can call anything a 9-11. But, uh, see, oh, um, I've noticed, I, I listen to some shows, like podcasts and, and things, like there's one called Some More News and one uh, Brian Tyler Cohen. That dude's in the tank. But the, the Some More News people are already upset with a bunch of the appointments from the, uh, from the Biden administration, a bunch of old rhinos and dinos that, I think they fully expected to be there. So they just love to complain, but now they're not complaining about Donald Trump. They've completely turned and, and are going after that dude, which is fun to listen to. It gives them more credibility when I've heard them dumping on Donald Trump for the past four years to how quickly they've like just turned their cynicism towards uh, what I assumed was their own guy. So that's, that's nice. So I expect a lot more opposition to Joe. The Democrats don't fall in line, just like Republicans don't fall in line. I get really annoyed with shows that refer to everyone as Republican, Democrat. Republicans do this. Democrats do this. They got to do this because the Republicans didn't. Well, there's a bunch of us and we all have different priorities and morals. So, you know, stop lumping everybody together. I mean, unless you want to parse them down into like their, their subgroups and everything like we do stop saying Republicans and Democrats, Republicans do this, Democrats do this. I mean, unless you're talking about the entire registered group of the registered group of Republicans, this many did this, uh, you know, so, uh, yeah, I'm still on. Come on. Carl's asking me if I'm still on. He had to do a chore. So I'm enjoying, uh, watching which media sources I was getting. I'm also writing for college and I, and I had to write my topic. One of the topics that was available was fake news. So it kind of lines up with that. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm enjoying finding out what media sources I've listened to to get the alternate perspective of dumping on Donald Trump now turning on the Biden administration. I'm like, okay, I guess they weren't as in the tank as I thought they were, they're just, they need the clicks. So they were always mentioning Donald and now they've, you know, just turned. It's amazing. Wait for Carl. We'll see. I got all fucking day, right? Got an extra day off. It's Saturday anyway, but I mean, I had a, you know, extra, extra day off this week. It was nice. All right. Oh, yeah, I probably want to wait for a call. Maybe I'll just keep talking. Fuck it. I'll go back over it if I have to. Um, I think that, uh, oh, let's see. I didn't really put what I thought the result was going to be. There's the um, the Chauvin and Rittenhouse trials, right? Uh, Derek Chauvin was uh, part of the George Floyd uh, killing. Yeah. Um, so he's got to go on trial, I would imagine, this year. And 
Kyle Rittenhouse probably this year, I think. So that'll be interesting in how everybody reacts to those things. Like, I guess you have to like say scenarios. Like if, if Chauvin and, and those other guys get lighter sentences than they should in people's eyes, or if they um, get off completely uh, for what happened in Minnesota, then like they, they could burn that place down, you know? And uh, then, I don't know, in the Rittenhouse situation, maybe not so much, unless he goes to jail then maybe some right-wing militia group decides they're going to break him out or something, you know, some Dukes of Hazard style nonsense goes on. Start, you know, breaking people out of jail. Um, so, yeah, I just was going to, like, try and sort out how people are going to react to those trials. I don't know how close together they're going to be either. Maybe they'll, I don't know. And then if, you know, if one of them gets off, if one of them gets a lighter than, than expected sentences or some sort of, way that the Biden administration is going to try and finagle a federal trial and get them, you know, hemmed up on, on some federal charges or some civil rights charges or some shit. There's always some way to like drag somebody back in when they think they won. And uh, I think Rittenhouse has Ellen Wood, the crazy attorney that is also representing the Nick Sandman and was part of the, oh, there's Carl. Carl's here. There we go. Boom. It's coming in. Man, there's like somebody banging in my house. It's crazy. I'll just, I'll just text them while I'm waiting for Carl to come on. So stop the banging. There I am. I need to get some light. It looked like Max Hedrum. Why? Is your, oh, the edges of your head? Yeah. Steven is over here asleep at the booth at the, at the, um, I mean, that's how easily this thing goes. And, uh, the kids are downstairs banging on something. So I'm just, well, I rather apologize, st Steven. I was distracted and walked away from my phone and no, no, Steve, Steven is, he, I don't know, maybe he drank too much eggnog or something like that. He's been, he's been letting me drive the, the show since the beginning. He, all, all I did was have a conversation with him about, did you see the, did you see the cameo that he got? He used my account. My name was on it. And uh, he got that YouTuber Angry Cops to record a thing and, yeah. and to totally dumped on Steven. Steven didn't even tell him what to say. Wow. I think I think he did some research. Yeah, let me go grab a light. I'll be right back. Sure. But like I was saying, I don't know why somebody would, for a $20 cameo, why would somebody look into Yeah, just go get that light. <laughs> oh, man. The illusion is broken. You need to get you a Steven. What happened? Then we need to get you a Steven. The illusion's broken? Yeah. Tore down the fourth wall there. Nice. Stuff's getting weirder and weirder with light. Have you ever watched any of these cameos where, I mean, they cost like $1,000 and it's like Floyd Mayweather just talking about himself for 10 seconds or something and, and people pay top dollar for these things, but for, for 20, just to have their name mentioned or something, something. Yeah. Hey man, happy birthday. And they read it right off the screen. Like they don't perform it. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, this dude, angry cops, 20 yeah. bucks. 
he gives you a you know a skit. That was pretty good. <laughs> it's a bar. Couldn't even remember the name podcast. So it's just like me. Well, I think that's kind of the point was that he didn't really bother to look into it, but he certainly bothered to look into Steven. I mean, really? he couldn't even read the name of the show, but he certainly nailed, nailed that little turd. <laughs> he can't hear me. He's, he's sound asleep. Uh, so I was doing my predictions for, oh. uh, for next year. And I already went through the, uh, there's going to be another Ruby Ridge or Waco situation, like some sort of, oh, the reason I got the glasses on because I rubbed the shit out of my eye. I got like an ash or something in my eye and then I went rain, 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 and just turned it like to, to, to shit. So <laughs> it's hard to look at. Uh, yeah. Another nine 11, all that crap. Uh, I mean, what's up with this Nashville thing? Oh, right. There we go. That was, that just happened. I watched a bunch of uh, clips of it. Let me ask you something. If you were trying to, draw people out to an explosion you remember how the ira used to do it right small explosion everybody runs out to see what happened kaboom big explosion Bigger right one, that's yeah. that's a tactic that they that they would do now people are saying that this speaker saying evacuate the area there's a bomb was meant to draw people in it didn't three people were hurt because this thing was going off to me if you set up an rv and then you wanted to draw people to it, you'd play like, I don't know, loud music or something to annoy people and get them to like stick their heads out the window and come look at it or come gather around it and come knock on it and go, hey, get it. Boom. But was that coming from the RV though? That's what they it said. Seemed, That's what they determined. You need to evacuate the building so they wanted them all outside type of deal. It seemed like this person was trying to take out the AT&T slash NSA uh, building in some way and did take out the service for a moment, but wanted to clear out civilians and not cause casualties. They were trying for structural damage, not for, not for a body count. So is that a good guy? I don't know. They said they found human remains and there were gunshots prior. So you could paint a picture of a Patsy being um, in a gunfight or being shot to death in the truck before it was exploded. Two Patsies, you know what I mean? A, a or a fight between three conspirators. Um, it's all, it'll call, all come out. They have an image of the person's face. It almost looks like a latex mask. It's so such poor quality. It's either a mask or just poor quality photos. So they'll gather more stuff. They'll, we'll, we'll get more of the story. We'll get no info, obviously. We never they'll, get they'll, they'll, At this point, they can paint it however they want <laughs> because whoever did it is uh, in a little piece of hamburger all over the street. So know. I... I the assumption is it's an AT&T NSA thing. That's the building. It's got one of those blurred out spots when you go by on Google Photos. And it's one of those buildings that's meant to look old, um, but it's actually just filled with um, like air vents, no windows type thing. It's a mm. facade. That's what the, you know, like the, the facade. Was, they had to know what it was. Yep. Have a desire to destroy it. Now, who you is can, that? You can find them anywhere. There's there's ones in in New York. They're easy to find. They don't. Have, they're they're tall buildings with no windows and but vents. There's no, there's no intent. There's no note. There's no letter. There's no statement. No. No, not yet. I guess I hadn't I hadn't checked any updates. Let me see if there was anything. See if it latest. You got, those, you got those trust the planner people going crazy. Like oh the plan's starting. I'm like what plan? Oh, the Q people think this is part of their thing? Yeah, this is some part of the stop the NSA from spying on people or... 
so they can do stuff covertly without the deep state knowing. Oh, okay. Let's see. Uh, You're going to use an RV to blow up a building? I mean, it's not very smooth. I wonder what they're going to blame the um, the material because now we have to ban that material, whatever it was. If it was ammonium nitrate, it'll be banned. Or what do they call it? Info or something like that? Yeah. Like and yeah, diesel same, fuel and the uh, same made up bullshit they use for Oklahoma. Correct. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah. This seems like it would be the same kind of gimmick because uh, you know, depending on what they did with the vehicle, like how they I'm sure I've they'll only, I've seen two weird pictures. Yeah. Aftermath pictures and they don't they don't line up to me. Really? Like one like complete devastation, others like couple rocks in the street i think so i don't know if they're feeding less like different Im- images of the incident i'm not familiar with nashville the mayor the mayor is like, i think i think the only building's think, gonna blow up today i think yeah they'll probably have to tear down a building or two right yeah right across the street from it hmm maybe somebody wasn't happy with their office or they were they wanted to get some new equipment or you know oh, add something claim yeah something yeah like well can we blow up building yeah the announcement is weird though okay so the governor's declaring an emergency that's that's the that's new because of the of cell phone outages um yeah authorities search for nashville bomber as governor asked for emergency declaration i think that's just a procedural thing it's kind of like um they figure out what's going on yeah it's kind of like when you um may or may not have lost an election you still get you still line up delegates Jesse told me he was going to come on. <laughs> he said he's going to, yeah. Jesse's going to be on all our podcasts from now on. I talked him into it. Yeah. I sent him the link and yeah, he, he, uh, yeah. I we got a new podcast. Him. We got a new assistant. Nice. I see it. How's that? How's that work with the dog? Is the dog okay? Uh, they're all right. The nice. cat kind of rules the roost. I can't, uh, like, I can't have cat cats. The dog doesn't like to get smacked. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, as long as they got claws, they really do uh, kind of straighten the the whole dynamic out. It, it hates me holding it right now. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how to get away. <laughs> they hate slash love it. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, yeah, I had predictions, something along the line of this. I mean, I guess going into the new year, this one will be the last one. Um, nice little false flag or it's not a false flag it's an it's a real thing it happened people's houses got jacked up i it looks like it was a tree-lined avenue so the trees really give it a good uh you know because it strips the trees they're already kind of you know dead anyway it's what blew the shit out of them there's wood everywhere and then there's alleyways so the explosions were like funneled down the alleyways so you know in some instances like in some i saw many different angles from it it just kind of like swept the alleys i mean maybe Maybe just trying to clean the place up a little bit. So, you know, my, my kind of interpretations of these, these type of events is like, it's not some hillbilly. No. Like, like hillbilly might talk like, y'all go blow something up. The hillbilly's never going to blow something up. They'll never, they'll never, they're not going to sacrifice their meth RV to like, to do blow up anything. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Has like, anybody gotten that motivated to do something? Nobody's doing anything. Like no. they're just like governors just pushing people around. Nobody cares. No one's throwing a shoe at them. No one's throwing vegetables at them. 
See, that might be the problem. It seems like it seems like instead of somebody releasing the pressure valve, it's just getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And then one of these nut jobs with an RV and a bunch of cow shit in there. But barn. we know what that is. Huh? It's a it's a intelligence operation of some sort. Which Thanks. side? Don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. Jesse's here. Hold on. There he is. I hear him. Don't remove that cat's head again. That's bizarre. Hey, Jesse. Hi. Are you Hi. on the uh, Are you on the 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 holiday road? <laughs> Is that holiday road? Oh. If you just pulled off of YouTube, be careful. Uh, Lindsey Buckingham is very litigious. What is that? Am I am I I'm I'm short on pop culture right now? Oh, the cat just clawed my leg until I let it go. So there we go. My assistant's gone. So real quick, Jesse, I gotta ask you a, a direct question. When whenever there's a campaign every four years or a presidential year, do states always do both parties from every state always send electors is, is that kind of standard operating procedure sort of a, a, a technical thing that you want to kind of do just in case no no last time that this happened for contest was from hawaii i wanted to say it in a fancy way like i'm special what? i'm not that what? special what? but it was like, i don't know 30 50 years ago and then before that it was in the 1800s so this is a contested set of electors there there are dueling electors in a contest for Congress to work out. So it's not just procedural. This is actually, yeah, is, wow. Seems like something we would do every cycle, no matter what. Well, from now on. Yeah, going forward, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> it's good for the resume, even if it doesn't go through, even if you don't get to go. A lot of people don't, you know, they don't, they don't realize what resume? <laughs> what are you talking? Hey, so I did this Ron Paul thing for this guy named Donald Trump. Oh, good. Yeah. HR loves that. Well, yeah. with that kind of bullet on your resume, you get on podcasts with 30 people watching sometimes. <laughs> oh, wow. There is that. Could have been oh, wait with a cup of coffee, too. <laughs> I mean, that's more than Fox News lately, right? I think so. We're, well, we're on the rise and they're on the decline. So that's all yeah. I know. We're, we're getting some of their viewership, I believe. Yeah. Depending on how you draw the graph, we're really close. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's all about trend, trending. So we just lost another one, Stavros Anthony, right? Uh, they, they, they went ahead and dropped a gavel. Who, who's the judge on that one? I don't say in the article. Secret judge, huh? Yeah, you guys are following closer than I am. Okay. So they they just denied Stavros Anthony's petition. Uh, this was posted on the 24th, uh, 10.30 at night. That's bizarre, isn't it? Uh, New Year's Eve, 10.30 at night, 10.27 at night. Well, I mean, Santa was concerned. Oh, and then they updated it 30 minutes later at 11.12 p.m. They had to add something or change something. So, yeah, I mean, it basically just says that Ross got 76.592 and Stavros got 76.577. Super close. But yeah, you know, I was talking about this with you yesterday, Jesse. Uh, 
we have we, we've always known there's some sh sh shenanigans in elections but now we've actually like the work has been done it's you know the, the evidence has been created exposed but no one no one there's no there's no penalties like and they're they're giving elections that were won by 10 votes when there was multiple multiple thousands of illegal votes by illegal residents by multiple votes and no one so i'll i'll go ahead and spell a little bit of that out you know get specific on what illegal votes exist but i want to start by saying the governing body the election officials the county commission all admitted already they already admitted that there are anomalies that exceed the margin they admitted that so it doesn't matter what else we bring to them but if we were to bring something to them the probably my favorite concrete We lost him. Just for a second, he's buffering. Buffering. Is buffering. it? I hate when that happens. Oh. Jesse, we lost you after concrete. Yeah, you were ping-ponging. Okay. All right. So if you can hear me now. Yep. All right. The most concrete thing I could bring up, in my opinion, because it's, it's directly from them, is uh, the part on the DMV. During the, uh, the trial we had, we at least were able to subpoena records from the Department of Motor Vehicles. And what we subpoenaed was the list of every non-citizen who has a driver's card. There are 110,000 of those. What? And of the 110,000, the categories range from people who are here on a work visa, student visa, no visa. They were here as undocumented. And the way they got the license was because they provided some sort of an identification that was not from the U.S. That's how we know that they were not citizens. And the DMV provided this. Uh, so there's a chain of custody on the information itself that was done through a legal process. And of that 6,500 of those 110,000 were registered to vote. Um, this likely due to the motor voter deal where if you're gonna go and register or get a, get a driver's card, the ACLU got a consent decree under this secretary of state that said, you're not allowed to ask if someone is not a citizen when you are registering them. So the DMV, if you go there and you do not opt out of registering to vote, it automatically will register you to vote. And so anybody with a language barrier or a reading comprehension barrier or just busy because they don't understand the instructions, unless they opt out on the form, they're automatically registered to vote. And so 6,500. Were so registered. Out, of, out of that registered, how many voted? Uh, the attempts on the vote were 4,500, and the successfully cast votes in the state of Nevada were 3,982, successfully cast. Now, the opposite argument is, well, how many of those people were actually legalized? <clears throat> you know, what if they came here and then were, were made citizens? Hmm. Well, I mean, you know, there's some idiot named, and I'm going to call him that, Rex Briggs, claiming that he was in contact with the campaign, which is a total lie because I'm the flipping campaign and he didn't contact me at all. He's saying he's part of the digital army for Trump and he puts something in the Nevada Independent saying, well, you know, 900,000 people are, are uh, be become citizens every year. So whatever they found for the people that voted and he listed the wrong number, he said something like 3,100. They're probably citizens. 
And that's just left as him like debunking us by making this odd claim that's not even flipping true. Like, oh, that. well, it's probably fine. Well, anyway, so, uh, yeah, maybe some of those people were actually made citizens and God bless them. We want, you know, legal citizens, but we don't shouldn't know what percentage. Shouldn't someone investigate? Yeah, here's the problem. The people with the authority to investigate, and that's district attorney, attorney general, secretary of state, they're making fun of this. They're making fun of people breaking a law. This is a felony. Okay, and they're making fun of it like there's no fraud at all. It's not even worth them picking up the phone. In fact, what they'd rather do is legitimize their election and their terrible acts. They, they're legitimizing it by saying, oh, if you, if you, you know, question it, you're crazy. When, in fact, we're proving that there is like severe security issues and just their voter rolls. Not I mean, that's not even approaching all their practices that have the, all the loopholes with the post office and on and on. It's pathetic because everyone sees through it. And the problem is they're not making anyone feel better but themselves. So now we have a delegitimized election system and we have a voting populace. There's a consequence to do, delegitimized how, voting system. How do we and I don't vote know what that is. Like, I'm not voting next time. No, I, 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 I'm Why done voting. Does it seem like there are many prongs to the fraud uh, game? Like if you were using this as a military thing and, and that some of those prongs were only aimed up at the highest level and some trickled down. And that's why you get races like Ross Miller and Stavros Anthony or Katie uh, versus Jeff, where the numbers are flipped or they're very tight. And then up top, of course, it's a blowout. So these little methods... These, these little pinpricks are the ones that are costing us the races down ticket now. I mean, you know, I, I liken it to a kid in the candy store for people who want to commit voter fraud. Because what they did was they opened up every possible process to invite fraud. There and go. there was just a little bit all over. Right. So, yeah, on the voter roll, it's terrible. And if you look at, like, our data universes, it's not like it was just flipped one party versus another necessarily it's sort of followed trends, but you can't even follow necessarily because they're all bites at different. All right. So this bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here that adds up. And then you have things like, you know, misdeliveries. You have a, a postal worker who wanted to be a whistleblower and was prevented from testifying from the post office. They said, well, this time of year we're too busy. So we can't, master for their for their you know few um uh in, in henderson that person directed their mail carriers to deliver to to addresses where they knew the person didn't live there or they knew the person was deceased on and on and then upwards of 50 of those ballots that they knew the person that lived there were returned. We as office prevented them from testifying. How about, you know, we, we, the problem is my head is still spinning, right? This is so, uh, so big and it's such a big damn deal. And then we have our officials acting like it's nothing that it just makes my head spin. And I get confused as to, well, where do I even begin to explain how bad the fraud is? Because it's that bad. Where, 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 go ahead, Chris. Oh, do we have addresses for any of those places? There, I know that Stephen Crowder was going to visit them. Have we visited any of the places that had like mass uh, registrations, like empty buildings that had you know uh, tons of people? Yeah, there? we 
We did. And so here's the hard part about doing this um, through the courts. And it's something that I can totally lament. And since I'm talking to my brothers, my Ron Paul brothers, you guys can relate to what I'm saying here. The legal process is failing us. I had hundreds and hundreds of volunteers, even coming from Texas, California, Oklahoma. These are like good Christian types too. You know, they're like, they're bringing God into it. But if they go door to door and they did, and they bring back a statement with what they witnessed, that's not a, an affidavit. That's a hearsay. So the best I could do with the thousands and thousands of man hours that we had, you know, after the election to like collect information was have that reinforce the data universes that they were investigating. So we went through like national change of address and all this stuff. And these guys went to those addresses and sure enough, those voters didn't live there. But when we get a statement out of that, it's not like I can submit that to a judge's evidence. They're going to set, call that hearsay. Oh, you need the person who lives there to fill it out. Well, the person who lives there is intimidated or they want to be left alone or whatever. So right. the best we can do is just go door to door and be like, well, maybe. And then, you know, the reason why we were able to submit it at all, which we did, was because it was attached to the data universes that we created and said, see, we did a sampling of this and oh my God, there's not just smoke. There's a, <laughs> there's a dumpster fire. Okay. And uh, since it, since all of these little traps and it's our legal system, you know, it's complicated because you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. And so yet, you know, the burden of proof is there. I understand why it would exist, but there's no meaningful way for us to redress grievance or even prove this on a condensed timeline against officials who laugh at our concern, who laugh at the evidence that actually exists. So yeah, we went to, we went to places. The other hard part was, you know, some of these are halfway houses and God bless those kinds of people, meaning, you know, sober living homes who were there for a month. And then, you know, some of them remain sick and then they're on the street again, or they, they get better and they move into their own place or they're homeless shelters. And so it makes sense that some places have, you know, 50 people who register there. What doesn't make sense is that when, you know, the, the, the job, whose job it is, is these county election officials actually verify. The, the people who are at these addresses should be registered to vote. Yeah, they, they should be cleaning up the road. those addresses. Absolutely derelict in their duty. They're neglecting. Secretary of State. Am I in a bad? Yeah, so, we're, we're, we're a transient place, and we have places that are transitional, and they should know where those transitional places are and be able to keep the voter rolls clean on those addresses. Let, let, me, put it, let me put it like this. Guys, we had a small budget and we had a short timeline and we managed to come up with about 130,000 flipping question marks in this state. Right. Not hard to do when you have the investigating authority, when you have the authority of the election process. It's nobody's fault if you ask them, oh, we don't have the resources. It's nobody's fault. And yet here we are dealing with this major problem. Um, it's completely disingenuous. There is a consequence to this kind of neglect. I call it criminal neglect. And frankly, as nice of a man as Joe Gloria is, man, does he communicate like he has something to hide? It's, yeah. it's, it's the worst. So where, where, where is our redress? The courts, courts aren't helping us. The ballot box doesn't help us anymore. Where do we get redress for our, uh, the crimes against us? 
man, you know, it's hard to say. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to contemplate some solutions, but every solution that I want to do is just following a legal process that they've corrupted. Yeah. So what we get a, we get a petition, a one item agenda petition. We do it right. Uh, that says, you know what, we need a voting system that can be audited. Everyone has their eyes on it. No more hiding behind, you know, it's, we're too busy. There's COVID, you know, you can't audit us. We get to do whatever we want. And then, you know, we put that on the, on the, uh, if we get it <laughs> on the ballot, but you have to vote on may, it, but we have to vote on it. And they can be like, wow, <laughs> actually. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the, that's what they're playing with here. When they say there is nothing wrong there's still a consequence when half the people don't believe them. So we're going to use a broken and, system to fix the system. That's not going to work. We're stuck in a loop now. It's frightening to me. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think I'm being an alarmist. I wish I was. I wish somebody could like chill me out. If anything, I'm probably the most sane person when I talk about this because the people I talk to are freaked out, Carl included. And I'm sitting here going, oh, I don't know. You know, I'm like all calm. I'm, I mean, I'm amping up my energy now because I'm going to be tired the rest of the damn day. Uh, for doing this most of the time i get so upset it makes me flipping tired but i'm like yeah most of the time in my life i'm like yeah there's a problem you know and everyone else i'm talking to is freaking out and going i, I don't know how we're going to even have the country i thought we had so it's a uh, it's scary scary times yeah yeah we were just going over some of the predictions some of the reactions to some of this stuff as we move forward what you know how how shit's going to unfold. Would you make a prediction hits. for January 6th, Dyer? What's that? A prediction for January 6th? What's January we just start 6th? A pool. <laughs> that's that the, that's when the, the next step in the electoral process. Um, dude, I don't know. Nothing would surprise me anymore. Martial law. Um, you know, I mean, what? Sidney Powell's still visiting the White House. And we haven't gotten our, our bevy of pardons yet that we're supposed to get. asking asking his supporters to show up there on January 6th. Yeah. Oh, and I'm sure, listen, I keep bringing it up, but I keep not bringing it up. I don't think anybody who has a, a, a hotel room for the inauguration that's a conservative is giving it up. They're going. Yeah. I would. If, if, if Ron had won and gotten ripped off and I had a room in DC for that week, I wouldn't, I wouldn't leave. I wouldn't give it to the, to the people that stole it. Yeah, Fuck you. No. I'm taking that room. Even if I don't go to the inauguration, I'll just stay in the room. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think it's going to be sparsely populated, but January 6th, I, I imagine it's going to be a shit. Ton I don't of know. You, you got Donald Trump saying things. I don't know, but you, I forget what his total statement was, what he was talking about, but at the end that, yeah, he'll have to address it. If they don't fix it, I guess it's the, the, the COVID relief plan or bill. He's like, if they, if the Congress doesn't pass it now, the next administration may have to pass and that next administration may be me. Like, how do you say that unless you have some level of confidence or knowledge? Like, how do you even say, is he nuts? Or does he know something? You know, that's where I keep like, have we been snowed for four years? Uh, Jesse just left us. Uh, He just turned off his camera, I think, or his camera turned off. Yeah. Yeah, he's back. There you go. Hi. <laughs> yeah, I need some sunglasses to match you guys here. I know, right? What does it do to your screen? Yeah. I just did this, Jesse, because I rubbed I, I got an ash in my eye and then I rubbed my eye and turned it red. It looks it looks So you have pink eye. No. You no. said ash. Yeah. Oh, 
said ash. Ash. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm allergic <laughs> to cat's manager. Yeah, I know cat ass will give you a pink eye, too. No, but... Uh, <laughs> when your cat, cat rubs its ass on you? Yeah, when you're asleep. That's how you get... Uh, you know how like, they steal a baby's breath? Yeah. They also, they also will give a full pink eye with their little butthole <laughs> while you're sleeping. <laughs> That's yeah. cute. That's very cute. They're terrible. So, yeah, I mean... I, I wonder a lot about what this does to the party moving forward. If Donald's not the president in our local party, uh, do we see the 4-H club come back? Uh, what was it? Uh, Hardy, Heller, Hutch, and and heck, all the all the never Trumpers that they roll back in, you know, with uh, Mitt Romney at the helm, and and it's it's right back to the way things were for the Republicans as well. You know, the Dems are bringing in all the the, the neocons and the the neo libs that are pissing off the left. What, what happens to us if, if we're in a Biden? I can tell you, if, if they if they want to try to moderate us and take us back to lulling us to sleep and destroying us, they're going to have a fight. You know, like we three, we jumped into the Republican group because of a Ron Paul thing, and we fought for it to like literally reduce the size and scope of government. We have a guy in there doing that. That's the mode we need to go. We don't need any of these squishy people telling us, you know, we're wrong about needing freedom. I mean, hello, their answer is to shut down our damn country and make us wear masks without science. Like, that's what they represent. And so if they really want to come and do that, then I'm going to say, come and take it from me, dude. Like, no, thank you. You know, I'm starting to wonder, like, who, you know, we always think of like some elevated who, who should run for Senate, who should run for governor. I'm starting to think that maybe we should just take those guys on for the sake of taking them on. Like, forget those guys. Don't, don't, you know? Don't yeah, inspire they're, me. They're the, kind of, they're the kind of Republicans <laughs> that will have us wearing masks. Don't, yeah, don't, don't inspire yeah. me, please. Be like tagging in for Sisolak. Yeah. Sisolak would be like, okay. Inspire you? What's up? I'll say there was <laughs> so You're saying there's a chance. <laughs> no, I'm saying they're not taking it from me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I can't imagine anybody's going to run against those people that's serious anymore. You know, I mean, we used to, I used to think we could win. But now the machines are rigged and we're not changing. We're not getting off the machines. So, yeah, I might still show up. I do. I do enjoy the ceremony of it. Mm. I mean, not of the voting. Of, of course, I'm always going to go to party stuff. It's, yeah. it's never been better, but it's never been better. <laughs> well, I mean, at the local level, it's so awesome. You know, the the uh, the chairman race is, I don't know if you guys watch Dave Creed. I, this is how big of a nerd I am. I watch Dave Creed. I'll watch his real estate podcast because fucking whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like I learned, I'm learning about reverse mortgages from Dave Creed, but this dude's always talking about the Federalist Papers. Like he doesn't talk shit about SAJDAC or any of that stuff. He just, I don't know. He's, he's, he's at 10,000 feet and we're, we're flying just above the trees. So he's going to be running for chair and then God knows who else is going to want to be at the helm of this stupid little theater. Well, I think like Penn Minster's thinking about it or wanting it. You know, see, that's somebody who could actually do it and do it well. We don't, we don't support that. I mean, we support that. PAA supports that, but I can't imagine that the party as a whole or the men's club uh, who actually run the party would would approve of it. And, <laughs> no. they'll, they'll never allow a, an efficient organization. No. Yeah. I don't know what it is uh, about their motives, but you're right. Yeah, I don't understand. 
Well, the men's club is the party. The formerly the artist formerly known as men's club, uh, Nevada Republican Club, I believe, is the party. I see a lot of people that are the same in there, but it's more Chinese money flowing in that way. You can't can't get it in through the you know the the central committee, but you can get it in through the the Sealies or whatever. If I were Don Ahern, I would stop letting them uh, meet at his place before he gets caught up in that shit. He already bought a Chinese casino. Now he's, yeah. got, now he's got the Chinese right. Communist Party's uh, wing of, of the Nevada Party eating fucking lunch there. You might be on to something. You might be on to something. No. All of this is alleged. Just, uh, you know, don't, don't nobody sue me because I know some of these uh, some of these people are attorneys and real estate agents. Have you ever noticed how many real estate agents are involved in, in uh, all of our stuff? It's bizarre. That's a drinking game in and of itself. Yeah, it makes me wish I had got my real estate license. <laughs> yeah. Well, my babies, I'm uh, I'm at my destination, so I gotta sign off. I was, I thought we were gonna do the funny joke where I wasn't gonna say anything, but maybe next time. Maybe next time. Maybe I don't want to. I don't want to do that Jesse, again. That wasn't. That Jesse, was. Um, that was uncomfortable. It was. It took me a week to watch it back almost. Jesse, I, you I should was... get your, you should get your own <laughs> podcast, Jesse. All right. What am I going to talk about? Uh, all, all your frustrations. Be, I'm going to do my a, best Bill Burr impression. <laughs> that could be like uh, Dr. Phil, like a Dr. Phil format. I can, just I can, dude, I'm rocking a mustache. Like I'm, I'm approaching Tom Selleck levels. Right. The worst just, thing you can do is sit in front of a camera by yourself and not say anything. That's as bad as it gets. So yeah. uh, anything, anything above that, if you look at it and make a face or, you know, start saying things then it just gets better from there okay well then that's uh that's quality recommendation uh yeah uh okay i'll take carl up on that somebody's got to teach me about how to use these platforms and we'll go <laughs> all right that's our third syndicated podcast <laughs> perfect all right guys we'll see you later all right bro all right, bye yeah i feel like steven's gonna be hella busy yeah <laughs> Um, see the thing is with zoom this is what i found out i never fucked with zoom before but all you got to do is click on the more button and connect this some bitch to your facebook page it'll record on your thing and you can upload that right to youtube like i barely do anything i ain't doing this shit for anybody else though uh yeah. you know this is this is this is our bus i put it in gear and start it rolling everybody jumps on jumps off whenever they want but i mean i'm not doing a katie podcast and, and a jesse podcast I will just never have them on at the same time because they both have a lot to say. Yeah, and maybe uh, yeah. the first Jesse's first interview should be Katie. <laughs> and and vice versa. Each each of them should have each other on as a guest. A lot of content there. To cross promote for sure. A lot, a lot of content. See, then they'd need an editor that would chop that stuff into 10-minute videos. That's where the money's at. Yeah. These these long form discussions that we do. Uh, yeah. It's uh, get lost <laughs> in history. It does, yeah. Some some people watch it because they're nerds. Like you know, I mean, I, like I said, I watched Dave Crete talk for an hour about the Federalist Papers. Like, when's he going to get to like dumping on somebody local? He never does. He talks about education a lot, but he don't have Katie Williams on his show. And he talks about Mezzo a lot. You know, the, there's a place up on Rancho, an Italian joint. If you ever want to find Dave Crete, a uh, future candidate for county chairman, go to that Italian joint up there on Rancho, and it's like Rancho and Cheyenne. It's way to fuck up there, up That's here. It's his spot, man. He is always, I think his producer, Sean Flannerty or some shit like that, 
I don't know, it's an Irish Italian place. I'm not sure. I, I, I get I get mixed stuff because he's got a fake producer too. Sometimes he gets somebody to like stick their arm in the shot, you know, like from the side. So that, like, hey, look, there's his hand, and you're like, I don't know. Right. So I can, you know, that Crete makes me raise my game, but he never talks about local shit the way I do or we do. So what else you got, man? I don't have anything else in my oh, notes yeah. that I didn't already talk about. Your prediction. I mean, what was your grand prediction? Oh, the rest of my predictions. Yeah. So besides the 4-H club coming back, I, I dropped that one uh, during Jesse's discussion. Um, oh, more chemical warfare from China. Uh, fentanyl or something better. Like, Ooh. I don't know what could be better than fentanyl. It basically kills you on the spot. But there is those little drug kits, right, that'll bring you back. Like, cops have to carry them and stuff. So maybe something that they don't have a cure for yet. And we'll, you know, start wiping out junkies and police and anybody touches the shit like fentanyl does. And... Yeah, it seems like that's it. Just the more of more of the left jumping up and down and screaming about the appointees that they're getting. They're they're losing their fucking minds. Just a bunch of communists. Well, what what uh, uh, John Kerry is the uh, environment guy? Since when? Whatever. And oh, Raytheon. Raytheon <laughs> is uh, the Defense Department. Invest in Raytheon, everyone. Yeah. For real. Fuck, man. All the Congress people are. And if you like uh, glass made in Yemen, by all means, fucking uh, invest in that because it's about to be a fucking sheet of it because we're just going to be selling shit to the Saudis. Like, just open up the funnel. And, and Donald Trump never stopped selling shit to the Saudis. No, like, no. We've been blowing those. What the fuck did the Yemenis do, dude? Are they Hitler? Is like maybe, maybe they're aliens. I don't know. Maybe like yeah. that's where the aliens set up. I mean, like why maybe, are we fighting people in the middle of a desert somewhere maybe it's too harsh of a solution for us to understand and comprehend I mean, it's, but the, it's got to be about oil right well it's tribal i know that so it goes back really far so it might be about god um because the saudis and them probably don't agree on certain oh, yeah, the there's wasabi a lot about god versus, going on over there it's the like, sunni versus the the wasabi yeah, the Wahhabis. Yeah, but I I have to explain to Deborah all the time. She's like, "Why are we letting this Uyghur situation going on in China? Was China, you know, was China up to?" And I'm like, "Here's why: because uh, Muslims can't get uh, body parts, blood, things like that's not halal. You got to have a Muslim donor. So they're willing to sell out these yeah. mud Muslims, these these sand Muslims uh, from the deserts of uh, eastern." or Western Asia to you know, the Chinese are, are the ones harvesting the organs. They're not doing it. Their hands are clean, but they're getting them. Those, those styrofoam coolers are, you know, going out of there. And I imagine to the highest bidder, which is probably somebody Muslim who needs it. So they're not going to help clean that situation up. They're, they're reaping the benefits. Well, yeah, it's, it's something I kind of realized uh, over the past several months is that you know we we truly never eliminated slavery on the planet we just yeah. moved it yeah we just moved it from one location to another and we're we're okay with that we're I've seen per, that. We're, we're perfectly okay with it i mean we, you've seen how dubai is built right we have we videos got, we got these yeah as long as we got these and we got our our cheap shit from china we're good with it for now i mean we're honestly there's still slavery what are we doing? I mean, where are all these woke woke assholes like addressing that? 
Like, why are we worried about something that was 200 years ago that we took care of, you know, horribly? We took care of it horribly. Yeah. But we took care of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it needed to be done so immediately that we had to kill hundreds of thousands of people and rip the country yeah. apart because it needed to be done quick. But, and I agree with that, but in other places around the world, uh, we do so many things so fast, but we can't stop the slave trade. Can't no, put the fucking the, brakes on it at all. It's the biggest business on the planet. Yeah. Human capital is the biggest business on the planet. We come up with three fucking vaccines for some some fucking in less than a year but we can't stop human trafficking and slave trading yeah that sounds about legit because it benefits us all you imagine how much this fucking phone how much this podcast would cost i mean it's free now because it's so damn cheap to have all the the stuff that makes it work Uh, you know that's important to the simulation but there's 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 a way there's got to be a way yeah where stuff will cost a little more but maybe not if you're not shipping it from overseas, you're building it locally. Like there's ways to reduce costs without enslaving people. Maybe the people that are being bombed to shit and are slaves are somehow cosmically um, cunts. And this is their rotation around to just be fucking punished because they were the punishers prior. I mean, it's gotta be some way to justify it. I'm looking for some sort of meaning in this world and and that's, it's just it's it's always been this way it's just an albert Camus over here man the the products change absurd the the location changes but nothing has changed in in regard to like the way human beings are treated you know i mean we have it you know and i guess the blm movement would say we have have that here as well with like you know work prisons right yeah, like they, um, they work in prisons, making stuff, doing th- stuff. Yeah, I think that was the point of like they were saying the Thirteenth Amendment just basically allows yeah. for the imprisonment of of black people, and of course they're disproportionately, and it, the numbers are there. Everybody knows that's what prison we is. Have the, we have the highest percentage prison population, right? I think us, North Korea, Iran, China, we're up there with the best. Russia, we're we're up with some of the best countries. I thought it was like something ridiculous. Like we, out of all the prisoners in the world, we have like ninety percent of them or something. Yeah, we do well. Right? We do well. Like like that's insane. Yeah, that's insane. And no one wants to even fucking reference that either. Yeah, yeah. Like that, just everybody's rested, and it it, it does. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it's yeah. another part of the system. You know what I mean? You have all these things that are turning together. You've got your pharmaceutical and your military industrial and your uh police industrial complex all these things have to mesh yeah big big pharma is our worst enemy right now sure and they caused this whole obamacare shit this this human experiment with an mrna vaccine they're just shoving down our throats uh the oxycontin stuff oh they just ramped us up and started with you know percocets yeah. yeah, they've just been pumping out all kinds of sweet candy for the people that want to blow their minds instead of the stuff that doesn't hurt you at all. Assholes. I lost you, I think, there. Oh, did you? Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, you know, I have no predictions because, again, I can't trust any information. Um, I, I live day to day. Is the way I feel, which is which is slightly annoying. Right. I, I I like to know like a couple months from now, like I started thinking like, you know, 
tourism struggling here in, in, in Nevada and Las Vegas, especially, you know, yeah. I'm in a diverse in industry. And if, you know, if Biden becomes president, we do this hundred day lockdown, everybody wear a mask hundred days with no more like tourism from foreign countries, like tourism's done, like companies, tour companies will die, die in the vine here in, in Southern Nevada. Yeah. And I'm just thinking like, what's my next, like, where do I work? Where do I work? Where do I work? I can't go to work for a corporation where they're going to make me get a vaccine and wear a mask around the office. I, I can't, I can't work for like a tech company because they're going to Google me. Like, nah, this dude doesn't align with our, our beliefs. You know, <clears throat> it's like, what is the next step for, for people, you know, trying to survive this, this madness that's been brought upon us. And it's, it's not, it's not fucking hopeful. Yeah, I know. You just we just opened up Pandora's box, and now we're just rooting around in the bottom, looking for the receipt. Like, where's hope? Where's hope? I don't know, man. We're gonna have to create our own sort of thing or something. It's your idea with all this. Uh, maybe you and Steven get together and talk about these podcast network type yeah, things. We could get some sort of celebrity that doesn't know how to do this sort of shit that's willing yeah. to pay for it. That's how everybody makes their money. Like everybody that has, like this Sean Flannerty guy, yeah. he does everything for for Crete and Crete pays that motherfucker they do two podcasts i mean imagine yeah. he's paying him i hope he's paying him because he bought all, yeah. brought all the gear unless he's doing it for shits and giggles but yeah i mean yes yeah, so, i mean obviously we know media is an issue i mean that's mm -hmm. a that's a point to address but again you got censorship yeah but i mean if somebody like don ahern says hey i want to get my voice out there just him using him for example because he's the money guy at the point at this time and you're like yeah. i know how to do that dude i mean at, at yeah. our level y'all's level and including like the kind of the pf3k family there's motherfuckers that know how to code websites and people that can do what we do right here for money way better I and mean, this is just what i can do for 15 bucks a month with a zoom subscription so you know it's the, i mean yeah I, there. somebody want to pay i keep feeling that i need to be continue involvement in the political arena i don't know why yeah i don't know why like every logical thought tells me what do you think why why like why bother but it's just like, it's a feeling that, you know, if, if we don't address these issues that we've been talking about, like redress them somehow, like our, our, our slavery is eminent. It's like you've given up if you stop pointing at the absurd bullshit. Once you just start yeah. ignoring it, then yeah, you're fully chained up. I mean, yeah, you're chaining yourself. Yeah. You're like just just, uh, just waiting, just waiting. They're at the head in front of you, and you go, "I'm gonna look around. This is some bullshit." Yeah, yeah. So no predictions. I have zero predictions. Uh, January sixth, I predict will be an interesting day. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, uh, I keep hearing that Mike Pence is going to be this hero. He's going to step up and save the republic. Really? Like you trust that guy? No. I don't trust that guy. No. I don't trust that guy at all. He's got stuff to lose. Everybody's got something to lose. Yeah, they're Nobody's all right thing. They're all compromised in some way. Of course. And then, then Trump. I, I mean, what's he talking about? I may be the next administrator. What are you talking about? Like, <clears throat> what do you got? What do you got? Like, it's got to be huge in order for it to play out like that. Right. It's got to be so huge the media can't block it, can't be suppressed in any way. Everybody puts their eyes and ears on it. Go, that's real. That's a hundred percent real. Because if you don't have that, 
these assholes in the Congress aren't going to go like give you the benefit of the doubt. No, he's got like, like six congressmen on on board to maybe, to maybe that. Yeah, we'll you got to have hundred. You got to have hundreds. It won't matter. The ones that do support him will lose to our Rhino friends, the 4-H club coming in or whatever version of that they have in other states. And, you know, hey, thanks for supporting Trump. Now here's your fucking consolation prize. Go home. World war. Yeah. Constant world war. Uh, all right. You want to wrap it up here on this uh, hopeful sure, note? Man. Sure, huh? man. Sorry for joining late. I'll have to rewatch your, your, your first half hour there. Oh, it's all good. I, I'm a professional. I stretch. Let me do the share screen. There we go. Yeah, I'm always prepared for the... Uh... See you later. Later, die. What the hell? Come on.